0: This week on the BAMFcast That marimba is making me nervous What's done? We're in
1: Welcome to the Bamfcast hey. hey, episode 346. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number 3. <laughs> Correct. Uh-huh. Uh so i Harlow, I'm Mackie, I'm BJ, I'm Chuck, and what we do each and every <laughs> episode of the Bathcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, mm. come in here and talk about it for the first half, then we rate them, good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks as in robot, robot jocks. jocks, we like robot jocks, we do, yeah. heck yeah. No yeah. yes robot jocks, <laughs> however unlike robot jocks, mm-hmm. when there are bad bad movies, as in Stay Away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in Douchebags after Twilight, Boo. He- heck no Twilight, that's right. a movie we don't like, uh, correct.
0: <laughs> that movie is hecka poop.
1: Uh so hey everybody it's it's, hey. it's Bloodtober. Bloodtober. Yay. No Bloodember as I said last no, time. No. <laughs> did you? I did. Yeah. Man. <laughs> well, you corrected me. Somebody corrected
0: me. Yeah. This is the first of Bloodtober for me. Happy Bloodtober to me. Yes, yeah. Yeah, happy. Welcome. Welcome to the Bloodtober.
1: Enjoy the blood all over you. Uh, so, so far, I am. Week two should be week three, but, you know, Hurricanes uh, brings us Blood Warriors from 1993. Mm-hmm. The Warriors. Uh, Sam Furstenberg, David Bradley, all the things we, we generally tend to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you hear this plot summary that I'm about to read, you'd think we're going to like it even more. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. An ex Marine finds out an old buddy is leading a private army of mercenaries. When, when an ex Marine <laughs> refuses to join an old friendship's. <laughs> Fucking shit. it. Alright, hold on. When an ex Marine refuses to join an old friendship's personal army of mercenaries, a deadly, violent <laughs> battle erupts between the two men. And this is not good.
2: <laughs> this might be one of my favorite plot synopses ever. <laughs>
1: I like how the first sentence and the second sentence are pretty much the same. They pretty much contain the same information. And the last sentence is just That's,
2: Oh, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good.
3: It's,
1: they really
2: they needed to give you context yeah. for the plot. Like, well yeah. just so you know. Not good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, but yeah, it's Sam Furstenberg. Uh this is
1: our ninth Sam Furstenberg film. Wow. Holy shit. So we're about now we're like about to be it's ninth and nine nine yards. I don't know. First and Tenth Berg is what we're about yeah, to get to. There's only we're. <laughs> God damn it. I got to say, Man, just we, slow it down. I, just, I know.
2: Just <laughs> we're getting close to the end of this First the Firstenberg, like Bamf worthy. Oh, yeah, level. there's not many left. There, All there's cool. one very notable one. Yep, we still haven't done. Yep. but past that, it's kind of like it's going to be very, very spotty. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it but may be yeah, be spotty now. <laughs> well, yeah. and you know, David Bradley, who this has been in our, some our sixth. Yeah, David Bradley film.
4: He's been in some five jocks movies. Yeah,
2: he's been responsible uh, for two some... of which were bookending. Yeah, happened before and after this movie. Yeah. In Sam Furstenberg's filmography
4: and Frank Zagarino from Convict
1: 762. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Though. That's that's our exposure to I know prior to this. He's I've in heard.
4: like 40 movies and that's the only yeah. other one we've seen. Yep. It's it's weird how many of these B tier guys we haven't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know, last week being the first on the Dragon Wilson movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that one is that's shocking. So,
2: which we have a fun voicemail about that. Yeah. for the second half. Yeah, so. that's gonna be good. Stay
1: tuned. Yeah, <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> Blood Warriors. Man, woo. Okay, so it opens on a <laughs> it opens on a flashback to Nam, correct? Like they're. It looks like they're taking a suburb.
4: I mean, it doesn't. Is yeah. it Nam?
1: I don't know. Sure. Okay. All right. They're they're in some sort of shit. Maybe <laughs> wherever it is, they're in some sort of shit. Okay. Um. And like we all saw it, and we were like, no, that's we were we thought we were making a joke, but for real, the movie. First off, let, let's just get it out of the way. VHS copy, terrible sound mix. Yeah, absolutely god awful sound mix. Yep. The the music it's not the VHS's fault though. Yeah. This is. I mean, there there may be a better version of the sound mix out there. Sometimes they fuck with it for certain home editions, but mm-hmm. this one is really bad. Um, so, like, the music is really high, and it's hard to hear dialogue sometimes. But this is kind of one of the scenes we find out we're watching David Bradley and his brother are both in the same unit and invading whatever the hell they're invading. Uh-huh. And his brother is like, yeah, let's go, and takes off. And it appears David Bradley shoots... And shoots his brother. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And then he drops his gun and goes running. Well, he runs over there and drops his gun in slow motion. A medic! And we get a brief glimpse of Zagarino, like, off on the side. Mm-hmm, and yeah. it's like, meanwhile, in more in modern times, mm-hmm. he, uh, we're getting a voiceover where he's going to jail. Yes. I, actually, I think, the, I think the flashback might have yeah. happened after the jail. After he's jailed. Yeah, he's put but in yeah. jail, door slams, yeah. flashback. But yeah, we're getting, you know, we're hearing the judge over him being led to his cell. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And, uh, yeah, he has the flashback, and he's in jail for assaulting. He gets called into the warden again. No indication of passage of time. He's just called into the warden. It seems like he's in jail for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Gets called in to see the warden, and he's like, "Hey, you've got a buddy in this guy.
3: Uh, <laughs> 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 What's his name? What the hell's his
1: Funny name? Buddy guy, Keith. Uh, Keith. Keith. You got you know, Keystone pulled some pulled some strings, and he wants you out of here. And yep. um, I'm gonna we're gonna release you early and send you to Jakarta to see him." you know, he's got some connections and he's like, all right, sure. Yeah. And it turns out he has been in jail for 12 months. 12 months. Movie has no way of letting you know that that happens because why bother filling in any of the blanks? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so pretty much immediately like, hey, I'm in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. And oh, and the flashback thing, he really did shoot his brother or he. That's what we're led to believe. Yes. Although
4: super like area warden, it's not like the warden of the prison. It's like the, the warden of the district or whatever who's you know calls him into the office and mm-hmm. says something something to the effect of you didn't know there was going to be an ammo screw up or something like that which i don't know was this like an exercise and he was just like i'm gonna pop up and shoot some blanks at my brother ha. Mm-hmm. well yeah
0: when, what they were talking about when he said just shoot three feet over over the head yeah. it was a live fire training exercise oh okay so yeah whatever it's live just, ammo or well, maybe it was not supposed to be live ammo. Maybe it was supposed to be blanks and you're just supposed to shoot three feet ah. over the head anyway. Um
2: either way, it's tragic. Yeah. It yes. yes. Yeah, I'm just David uh, Bradley's brother it, is dead. It looked yes. like
1: we, you know, we were making the joke that oh he shot him when it, it it seemed like it would have been from someone else, but they're like running towards a wall. So it's yep. like where would the fire have come from if not from their side? Yes. Anyway. And also mm-hmm. why shoot right at him. It was but training. Whatever. It was yeah. definitely yeah. training. Yeah bad thing. Whatever. Sure. Who cares?
3: So anyway. <laughs>
1: he yeah. gets to
4: Jakarta.
2: Yeah, he's in Jakarta and immediately gets, you know, picked up from the airport by Karen Stone, mm-hmm. Keith's sister.
1: Yes. Right. Which that relationship is not made clear for quite a while. Nope. Mm-hmm. They are of some relation. Yeah. But because we
4: never we never write seeing Keith until much later in a photograph to really establish who he is. Mm-hmm. It's never quite clear. Like if this is
1: his daughter or. His sister, his wife. wife yeah, <laughs> It's yeah, cause, all because v- she shows up and she's dressed in all black, yep. and, you know. And it's like, you know, in your head, you're like, are you heading to a funeral? Well, yeah, they were. Yeah. They pick him up and she's like, yeah, Keith died like a day and a half ago in a car wreck. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to tell you over the phone or whatever. I figured just come here and you can go to the funeral. We're heading there right now. Mm-hmm. So, right off the bat, it's like, mm-hmm. hello, how are you doing? Long time no see. Uh, get in the car. We're going to a funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and And he's, by the way, dressed. Like, throughout this entire movie, dressed like Walker Texas Ranger, mm-hmm. like yep. just the entire movie, that's his. Except he's
2: got
4: a black cowboy hat on. Yes. Yes. Um, and a little never, bit of diversion. Yeah. Never once is it any kind of fish out of water. Anything like oh, never yeah. once is there any kind of culture. Anything right. wrong? Just everyone he encounters speaks English, and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. So,
1: just get that out of your head. There's, oh, yeah. there's none of that. But they go to the funeral. It's a pretty standard funeral until another couple of cars pull up. Mm-hmm. You know, gangster you know Indonesian gangster guy gets out yep. and is you know surrounded by a bunch of bodyguards walks up right next to her standing over the casket you know they, they haven't put any dirt on it yet and does the old yafakoto and yep. it's like under <laughs> yeah. the under the under the under the, the casket and she's like you son of a bitch and tries to slap him and well, she does slap him uh, once yeah, she does and slap him he's and, he slaps her was about to
4: no he slaps her once i didn't
1: think he made contact because
4: then he's going to slap her again mm-hmm. and that's when
1: David Bradley. I just.
2: Can't I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he made contact. Wes, I think. I think he okay. him, Wes in the movie. All right. Grabs the hand.
4: Yeah. But There's okay. a lot of hand grab and everyone is just so. like, yeah, because like bad guy grabs her hand, David Bradley grabs his hand, and then everyone's just like, oh, he shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, I'm here. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Come at me, bro. And the guy's like, nah. You made
2: a mistake, fool. Yeah. Yep. So everyone just kind of leaves. Yeah, they do. And he's back at the house reminiscing with her for a little bit. Yeah, the palatial estate. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, has, I mean, there's like 20 different types of servants like there's there's butlers and the, you know opening well, the door there's well there's 20 security
4: guards yeah and then there's a maid every three feet right mm-hmm. uh butlers just walking around in tuxedos yeah. all over the place that's what i'm
1: saying i mean she like walks in and like you know takes off her funeral hat and like someone's right there to grab yeah, it and, oh. and she's just like more like a prison yeah <laughs> you know? she's it's like, oh, like, this... it's like oh. really like i mean <laughs> at first you're like really mm-hmm. yeah this is bad yeah like, yeah But
2: they're they're having dinner and he's kind of like, all right, so what's what happened? Like, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, it's a long story. I'll have to tell you about it later. And that's when the police chief. Is he the
4: police chief? Major, I think is what they call him. Sure. I mean, he just. Yeah. yeah, They call him Captain Ramsey. Okay.
2: Yes. Captain Captain Ramsey Ramsey shows up (laughs) and he's like, oh, you, Wes, Mm -hmm. Mr. Healy, you know, good to have you here. Yeah. Yeah now please leave Yeah, why don't you get on a plane tomorrow <laughs> get the fuck get out, the fuck out yeah, of Jakarta yeah. yeah,
1: your friend's dead so and you're a wanted felons or you know you're a convicted criminal yeah. so why don't mm-hmm. you you know it's you almost
4: a repeat of last week in Bloodfist, because it's just basically like guy gets there and then all of a sudden the police chief shows up and is just like time for you to leave now mm-hmm. you're not going to get up to any trouble here so but David Red is like I don't know what yeah, you're talking about kind
2: of sets us up for something different than what the movie becomes as far as this guy goes, because you kind of figure, oh, well, he's going to have to avoid this guy and do all this. And it's yeah. kind of like, eh, not really. Yeah. Like, because you kind of figure that guy is like, oh, he must be in on the corruption and wants David Bradley out of here because he's the only one who can expose it. Uh-huh. And no, 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 no. no. Well, he's just a police chief. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just, like just a, a, you go now, a no trouble. actually kind of doing his job. Yeah. You know, despite the whole profiling thing that he's basically doing with <laughs> mm-hmm. him. But, you know, he's trying not to cause any more havoc.
1: Yeah and then honestly like the next 20 minutes of the movie we can practically skip over like it is excruciating the next 20 minutes or so because <sighs> she gets all sexed up well yeah like they're, they're you know they have dinner and they're kind of like reconnecting and then there's
4: one part of, important part of business in here is that the bad guys go back to the grave mm-hmm. dig it up open it up see that the casket is empty right. and yep. they're like son of a bitch mm-hmm. so yeah. But that's that is five seconds out of twenty minutes of them
2: of her trying to seduce him yeah. and him being
1: like nah nah I'm nah. good I don't think Keith would appreciate that and which leads you to believe it at the very least dad but more likely husband yes. that is now dead mm-hmm. yes and I you know I can't do that because my friend and wife or mm-hmm. daughter no brother yeah. like eventually it's like no that's his sister yeah it's and- like yeah dude free pass you've been in jail for a year you've been in jail for a I year know. and she's like, <laughs> like dude let's and do and she is this.
2: a very good looking woman yeah and it's just kind of like what's going on here mm-hmm. yeah. like like it's it's one of those where you just yeah. like but i'm just saying yeah this- but where it it leads you to believe there is a much different oh, relationship yeah. than oh that was my brother
1: right yeah but it, to, to, we're glossing over this because i mean this goes on forever like there is a part where he picks up a guitar <laughs> and sings and she comes out and because there's like a whole scene of her just standing in front of a mirror and like this get up. I mean, undergarment Mm -hmm. get up thing with, you know, thigh highs. and the garters. Oh, and as soon as you see her dressed
4: like that, the sexy sex hits on the the soundtrack. The smoky (laughs) sex kicks in. Um, But okay, so this is all 40 minutes into the movie. There has been zero action whatsoever. Mm -hmm. David Bradley, by the way, co-wrote the script. So for 40 minutes... Action star David Bradley has done fucking nothing. Yep. Yeah. Except yep. for a uh, slap. Yes. Stopped a slap and refused sex from a lady.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. shot
4: his own brother in the back <laughs>
2: not, accidentally. Not, not
1: just refused sex. Like like five times he had to refuse sex because it starts with like, <laughs> she's just kind of cuddling up to him, like saying something. He's like, I don't know. And mm-hmm. Gets up and walks away. And then it's like, well, what about this? You know, takes off the robe and he's like. <laughs> Kind of hugging on her and like grabs the robe mm-hmm. and you drop this, puts it back on her, and yeah. then like it's like, well, come to the bedroom, well, come inside. And he's like, nah, yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's like no, no, yeah.
4: So this is the complete opposite of a Steven Seagal movie, where Steven Seagal is just I must do everything at all times and be the total fucking star of this. David Bradley's just like I'm just gonna be there in a hat and nothing will happen around me. That'll be great,
2: but. At least the next morning, the action kind of kicks in. Yes, because something happens. Yeah, because the uh, other crime boss, you know, because he found the empty casket. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, fucking A. Yeah. And goes to the house. His people roll in like silenced weapons, but in a car. They're just a fucking death squad. Because (laughs) like her guards, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, like, if they were they're just bad. not trained, if they're just like, man, nothing ever happens. Yeah. It's like when something actually happens, they have no clue what to do because they all stand there and get shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. They almost I'd all say at least 20 of
1: them. It's it's probably pretty, closer to 30. <laughs> it's pretty great, though, because they pretty much all get shot in the exact same squib location. Yep. Yeah. And they all have the exact same ADR guy going ah! yeah. <laughs> from various. Yeah. Like, all he really did was like, oh, that guy's up on top of the ledge. and they all do a weird flourish like you know throw throw both
4: arms up yeah "Ah!" just if they're holding a gun throw that way up in the air
1: Mm -hmm. and just arms wide open (laughs) but yeah it it just gets to a point where it's like every single person has the same 80 yard gunshot noise
2: i I just i I think my favorite is the two that are like standing to either side of a door Mm -hmm. and they don't draw their weapons and fire at the guys because they were off camera Mm -hmm. despite them coming directly at them Mm -hmm. from behind the camera but they're like, nope. Oh, ah, ah.
4: And one of them doesn't even get shot.
2: Yeah. He just falls
3: like down. Just off.
2: <laughs> that guy, that that's the only guy who was in on it. He's like, man, everybody else just got killed. I should just drop. So, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me.
4: <laughs> yeah, but they're running through the house, like just strapping dynamite to everything. And they go upstairs and grab her.
1: Um, uh, she, she goes into full on damsel in distress mode. Yes. Like quickly because her decibel level just goes through the roof. Like, we were honestly having trouble hearing her despite so much of the, like so much of this movie is ADR and it's like why didn't you do these scenes and or turn down the soundtrack cuz mm-hmm. yeah. there are points in the in the seduction scene that we i mean it was honestly <laughs> it, the scene was so long and excruciating anyway and then all of a sudden the guitar would just go <laughs> like just really loud this acoustic yeah, the, well the fake mi- acoustic the guitar. mix
2: is so terrible yeah. that it becomes funny yeah. Yeah. as those just, scenes go on because at that they're point, not we were like a, <laughs> they're not even speaking clearly to each other no they're kind of yeah they're doing the yeah. the 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 meaningful
1: whisper yeah. type
2: thing To we're each in a, other' we're in a great meanwhile you have just got anyone hear us mm-hmm. you've just got the guitar strumming as like in your ear mm-hmm. and it's
4: punctuating every sentence they say so yep. you, you don't hear what they say but then afterwards it's like
2: down yeah it's like soap opera
4: scoring <laughs> yeah. almost yeah it's pretty good mm. in a bad way we but, latched onto it because there was literally nothing else yeah. going on
1: yeah so anyway she gets kidnapped, lots of screaming.
4: He wakes up or shows up finally out of nowhere right. and just starts running through the house of He's the only one able to avoid any bullet whatsoever, mm-hmm. even though they're spraying the entire house with bullets trying yeah. to hit him um just does very there are lots of slow motion shots of him jumping mm-hmm. like to very behind certain things or onto certain people or off of roofs yeah mm-hmm.
2: um well, there is the one point where he grabs a guy, kind of half tackles him. And then runs with the guy over his shoulder before chucking him through a window. <laughs> yeah.
4: Finally, he's just like, fuck this. <laughs> and
1: just, that guy got it bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Not as bad as the guy that's about to get it. No, though. no, there's because, one guy who's about to get it worse. Because he, like, despite it seeming like he threw that guy out of, like, a first story window just on the based on the messed up geography of the scene, mm-hmm. he somehow is back on the second story because he jumps out, like, onto, like, a veranda and then onto the hood of this Mercedes that's... Mm-hmm. Part of a van where she and the her kidnappers mm-hmm. are, yeah. and this Merce- like Mercedes tail car, and he's TJ hookering on the on the
4: <laughs> hood or the roof of this car. Yes, yep. he is. So they're in a convoy of two.
1: There's the van with the lady and the ch- chief bad guy in it. Yeah, and as somebody pointed out, like why didn't the Mercedes just stop and let them yeah, go ahead? The Mercedes is following right behind this van,
4: desperately trying to get dude off the roof, which mm-hmm. basically you could just pull over don't keep driving with the van you know where your hideout is right just pull over and get your, the guy off your roof
1: yeah. you've got a yeah. dude because yeah. she's in that car you know? <laughs> yeah
0: he's afraid of him he's afraid if he stops he's gonna get his ass kicked yeah. well, he, well he probably should might have, have a spite, stopped <laughs> know, uh, yeah yeah because also, we don't
1: have an action true. yeah otherwise yes because he he ultimately like finally gets to a point where he's kind of wrestled his arm over to the driver's side and i mm-hmm. guess they have right hand drive cars in there yeah i I'm, yeah
0: uh, in, in um, they were driving on the wrong side of the road, yeah.
1: Well, but I thought he grabbed him. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he wrestles the guy in into a position where he's pulling him out the open door mm-hmm. now. And the guy is kind of hanging, clinging to the door, trying not to fall off the moving car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Bradley has positioned himself into the car all the way.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then proceeds to <sighs> sideswipe this other I it's think a it was another truck. Car. Yeah, it's it was just big a truck. Truck. big truck. Yeah. But takes the door and the, and the dude. And the dude. Oh. Them, just flat Just shears Annihilates him. Off. Annihilates him. Yeah. yeah. That guy is toast. And and then we get to see a shot of the door and, and dummy mm-hmm. on, the, on the ground yeah. or possibly human. We don't know what yeah. happened. And there's several just. Life is just, cheap in Indonesia. Yeah. There's
4: just the occasional shots of just cars in this chase crashing into each mm-hmm. other. And then, like, one car goes up and flips over, and then another car drives up that mm-hmm. car. It's just uh, oh yeah, let's do some stunts here because we can. But I mean, none of it really is connected or makes
1: any sense. But no, because at like, least something is happening. I mean, <laughs> literally right after he he murders that guy by by door. Um, <laughs> yes, like he immediately like like oh I have control of the car now. Looks forward and there's like school kids crossing the crosswalk and mm-hmm. he like there's one kid that like ac- action dives under the ground. I don't know what his plan was, but <laughs> David Bradley swerves and 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 immediately hits some other ramp car and. Flips the Mercedes over, yeah. To which he basically just kind of gets out and is like, "Huh." Oh, well, and the police show up right that away. Sucks, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, freeze!" And he's like, Don't. "He's like, we see that van right there. Yeah. Like, you know, so they have just, the princess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go get her." <laughs> and they're like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, Karen, Karen,
4: yeah." And you know, it's it's the the
1: the guy, Ramsay Ramsay, again, and he's just like, "How do I know that you didn't plan all yeah, this?" Yeah, he takes him back to the yeah. uh, to the station. Yeah. he's like, nah put your hands up. We're worried about you." And he's like, "Well, yeah, you but you don't understand like her brother may be dead, but he was in some shady shit. Like mm-hmm. he and this other guy, the guy that spit on the casket at the funeral, they were basically the drug lords of this country." Yeah. And they maybe were buddies. Other and countries. then they weren't buddies and now they're really angry at each other. Yeah. And she probably plotted to have her brother killed to take over the empire or something something and, mm-hmm. and did all this as a means of getting away. I I figured it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. And, oh, really- and he's like he's like, "What, you know, you we're going to put you up at a hotel." We'll cover it. We'll cover yeah. the costs until you leave. Right. Which he yeah. said, you're going to leave later today. And it's like, you put him in a hotel for yeah, the day? Yeah, but he goes,
2: I'm not leaving until we find her.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: He's like, ah, we'll let us handle that. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Meanwhile. Meanwhile. At the henchman's house. Yeah. They've got her in a shooting range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. He has a little you know, a little
0: three-lane gun range yeah. in his basement. Oh, doom. <laughs> like
4: she's...
1: you wouldn't if you were a
4: drug lord? Yeah. I'd have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, would. Yeah. I mean.
4: And she's tied to a chair might be at, like the, a five lane. at the end of the range, down by where the target is, and he's just like, okay, this gun shoots through tigers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. This gun, this very normal gun that I'm yeah. holding is is for hunting tigers, yeah. and it's for for failing at hunting tigers, really, mm-hmm. but
4: he's like... <laughs> but he just, you know, it's just like, where's your brother? And she's like, uh, dead, I thought, blam, you know, shoots, mm-hmm. like, beside her head, and she just freaks out, and... Yep. That that doesn't get the information that they need. She so. doesn't have any information. I know. She, she thinks her yeah. brother's dead, but, but he doesn't believe her. They're determined that she has the information. So mm-hmm. then they uh, they <laughs> tie wires to her and tie it to some box on the wall and just have the henchman just shock her to, <laughs> to which she is not reacting immediately like it's a warm buildup to mm-hmm. the electric current. Um,
2: and she's also not doing... <laughs> pain screams
4: <laughs> no she's, there, yeah she's, she's like irritated like yeah. like god damn it stop <laughs> so he's using this thing called a
0: variac uh-huh. which uh is a big it's a big knob so it's like a volume knob for electricity uh-huh. mm-hmm. so you can it starts off you know real low at like zero volts which is the lowest mm-hmm. volts and then up. you can turn it up <laughs> can you can you have negative
4: volts
0: <laughs> technically yes but i mean like it's sucking the electricity out of you <laughs> i really don't know how negative voltage works i'm not that far into electronic theory yeah interesting okay. good
4: yeah so they're torturing pretend her. pretend that you can't <laughs> comically torturing her really the, the the goons are loving it and she's just irritated and it's all stupid but david bradley's back at the hotel and he you know he walks out and the guards are like what are you doing he's like oh yeah you're you're right." <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back in and like well i'll just go out the window
1: but he's also like eight floors up mm-hmm. yeah um they the um the easement or whatever on the side of the building is like spanish tiles yeah. you know like you yeah, know the most notoriously dangerous thing to try to walk on mm-hmm. yes
4: so he tries to walk on them uh <laughs> in cowboy boots yes and you know like 20 feet away sees a construction tower which is just the most rickety stupid thing ever uh so he's like i'm gonna head for that um doesn't get very far before he falls and is hanging on the side of the building to which the tiles fall and one of the guards below is like huh (laughs) radios up
2: yeah which leads to one of the dullest chases i think i've ever witnessed (laughs) (laughs) it is just like it (laughs) yeah it must have sounded cool at some point but
4: I kept figuring it, something was going to... Like, dudes were
1: about I've, to get wrecked. Like, I've seen this thought.
0: chase scene in, like, a hundred movies, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's
1: always cool, Yeah, yeah. Except, except for in this, this movie. Except this time. Yeah. You put this in any Jackie Chan movie, this would have been amazing. Because, yeah. uh, like, five feet over to his side that he's trying to shimmy over to is this giant makeshift scaffolding made yeah. of bamboo and plywood. It's the shittiest yeah. thing
4: ever, mm-hmm. which, like, five guards eventually are you know, converging on and on it while he is also trying to slither away up and down it. And they're all just kind of like avoiding each other and maybe grabbing his ankle on occasion. And he kind of gets down a little bit and then dudes start coming up at him. So he has to climb back up again. Mm-hmm. And this is
0: where the nerve-wracking marimba comes in. Yes. It's like
1: glute glute glute
0: yeah. It's like in a major key, even. It's just, it's all <laughs> sort of jaunty. Like whenever he's grabbing
4: a new piece of bamboo, it's <laughs> triggering <them. laughs> major key. <laughs> so eventually he's just like, oh, here's a bucket on a string. I'll just ride the pulley down to the
1: ground. I think he kicks one dude off. Yeah, one dude yeah, went one down. one dude. And landed, as everyone lands in this movie, into the conveniently pile, you know, pile mm-hmm. of soft things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, pile of he soft He probably things. didn't kill the cop because he landed on that thing, I Right, because immediately we did say, oh, he murdered that
4: cop. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's... They actually have reason to harass him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he does the pulley down, down with the bucket, and it perfectly stops. You know, he's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm about to hit the bottom. And then, you know, of course, it magically stops. Slows mm-hmm. slows down just for the end. Yep. And then there's one cop standing under the on or, or under the scaffolding. And he's just like freeze, and he's like, oh yeah, I guess you got me. And yeah. not like you think he's going to let go, and the and the bucket is going to conk him on the head, but no, think. it takes in another you know stupid comical step further that it hits this board which was sitting on like the dry cement or whatever and basically just propels the dirt and whatever it is onto this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like,
4: oh yeah, that man gets dirty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 which allows David Bradley to run through traffic and over on top of cars because man people love that when you just run on yeah. top of their cars. Yeah.
4: And if he, he eventually shows up at the at
1: the I want to point this out. Like that this is the awesome. weirdest thing. So like there's this traffic jam Oh, happening yeah. here, <laughs> right? And he jumps in the ta- in the taxi that's up in the front, and uh-huh. he's like, flashes him some American cash. He's like, "I need a ride, and you need to find this guy, and I need a gun."
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like, "Can you do that?" He's like, "Yeah, for, for American, American dollars, cash, sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely." And then he's like, "Well, step on it." And it's like, "Well, they're in traffic," and this guy takes off like just.
3: It's
1: like you realize <laughs> the traffic was stopped because of this taxi. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like f- three, four, five <laughs> cars behind, and weird angles all trying to merge in. And you realize this this cab was just sitting there. Mm-hmm. The cause of all the traffic. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
0: he heard all the ruckus going.
4: All, he heard the... Can you describe marimbas? the ruckus? <laughs> he figured someone was there to escape, but he would wait and get a fare. <laughs> so. But, yeah. And then it just cuts to David Bradley with a gun scaling this the bad guy's house. Mm-hmm. Like, you, th- you think, well, because this movie sucks, he's going to have comical misadventures with the cab driver. No. Nope. No. <laughs> none mm-hmm. of that. Uh, he's just there. Um and he just david bradley's his way through the house Mm
2: -hmm. um yeah as she's still being tortured with the negative electricity whatever whatever (laughs) the hell was going on there
4: yeah she's down in the basement getting tortured he's working his way through the house when suddenly helicopters show up Yep.
2: and he looks up he's like oh man helicopters Mm -hmm. Mm, that can't be good
4: yeah and the helicopters are loaded with ninjas (laughs) ninjas with machine gun ninjas (laughs) yes wait wait uh we got to trademark
0: that. Gun ninja.
2: Gun ninja? Yeah. Gun ninjas. Gun ninja,
0: gun ninja. Gun <laughs> ninja.
2: Gun. gun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so these, remember those guards that she had that just stood there and died? Yeah. Well, now imagine those guards <laughs> going up against ninjas. Yep. And yes, everyone with gets guns it, with machine
4: guns. Yes. Yes. Everyone gets annihilated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In the same way, Squib going off the same yep. place, gun flies in the air, and they go, Ah!
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he gets down and rescues her from the electricity trap, I believe. But no, and the, ninjas, he the oh, does, ninjas Oh, the ninjas do. Ninjas do. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the ninjas yeah. do, because
4: they, they break in, shoot the guys who were there That's torturing right. her, yeah. and they start to yeah. take and her towards the helicopter. and there's one scene
2: like, where a guy ends up, at, where the guy who was guarding her actually shoots a ninja, mm-hmm. and then the other ninja shoots him. And then he shoots the other ninja. It's like, it's a very weird sequence of events. They're
4: very close quarters and they all like kick guns out of each other's hands. And then there's a knife and someone gets stabbed and slashed. And like, eventually the main bodyguard goes down, but mm-hmm. he's just, he's just like irritated by the violence yeah. that's being perpetrated on him. He's just like, uh, <laughs> he's just disinterested. until in a ninja He just shoots him in the gut. Yes. But even it's still, just, he's just like, ah, yeah, it's,
2: it's really weird. But yeah, they, they end up saving her and they're running out. And mm-hmm. David Bradley basically chases the two ninjas that have her. Yeah. He's like, hold up ninjas. Yeah. And takes one out. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's like, haha, And yanks off his, his ninja mask. And it's apparently Keith. Mm-hmm. Who yes. Who we'd kind of seen in photos, but not really. Yeah. 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 And we, he's like,
4: Hey buddy. Yeah. And I mean, especially not knowing who Frank Zagarino is specifically like, you know, being able mm-hmm. to go, oh, he, we know he's in this movie. Where is he? It's yeah. just like we weren't like sitting around going, where is he? When is he going to show up? And then it's just like, oh, OK, there he is. Yeah. Now we're an hour into this. Mm-hmm. This isn't this is the start of the third act. Yeah. Of six. And, and they're like,
2: they've just rescued the girl from the bad guy. Of the mm-hmm. movie. And the bad guy's like, give me the rocket oh, yeah. launcher. And he <laughs> fires a rocket launcher and hits the other helicopter. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which Frank Zagarino Keith, goes, man, I'm going to take that fucker out. Yep. And machine guns that dude. Mm-hmm. He does. And that dude just dies basically like in a long shot. Yeah. And he's like, with the same sound effects.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, and the further away. Argh. Yes. yes exactly. <laughs> and then he's just
2: kind of like, man, that was pretty fucking awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he, wasn't he, it, Wes? He goes into
1: full on bro mode pretty fast. Yeah. He's like, What's up? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Sheen got that guy. Woo. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, you seen a ghost. <laughs> Check that shit out, huh? I thought I was dead, huh? And then the sister's like, you son of a bitch. And he's like, How dare you? Slap. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And David Bradley's like, whoa, hang on. Hey, man. There's a lot to process here. (laughs) You were just dead. That's your sister, I hope you know. I know the script was unclear, but you've just hit your sister, to which David Bradley just starts rubbing her back like, oh, it's okay. Your brother's weird and not dead, so
1: whatever. (laughs) And they fly away, and you're like, okay, what's happening now? (laughs) Like, the main bad guy's dead. (laughs) Yeah, and then cue the, oh, no more action, let's talk a lot bits, because... Mm-hmm. Essentially he's uh, like they he never explains why he faked his death or, no. or whatever. That that's I mean did he that that is never clear why his death. You
0: would think he did it. So he, he have we gotten to the point where he it doesn't matter. We can I can sure. spoil something from later in the movie. Yeah. So turns out that he was the one that got Wes, I've forgotten his name, out of prison. Mhm. Yeah. Um Is that why he pretended to get himself killed, was to get Wes out of prison, to get him
1: over? I think, I'm thinking... No, the guy was specifically like, he wants you to work with him, and he's got some pool. He didn't know he was dead until he got into the car, and his sister said... He would have known. Oh, he's dead. Like the the Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. Like Then
4: I was thinking, well, did he do it to pull the other bad guy out so that he could find his location and fucking murder his whole army? But like, there's no way he didn't know where that guy lived
0: right yeah it's it's all very unclear and it was very dumb. maybe to throw him off the trail until
4: he mm-hmm.
1: could get his ninja together <laughs> maybe it's all stupid but yeah. then
4: yeah. there's 20 more minutes of talking about nothing
1: yeah basically just to sum it up like he takes him back to his house well his other house he's got an island because you know his his first house got blown up by the he has a frontier yeah oh <laughs> something he has a, he has another whole palatial estate yeah um and yeah, the first like,
4: palatial estate did blow
1: up yeah we didn't right? really mention that, that that those those Bombs did go off as soon as everybody got out. And they blew up a model of that house. Yeah. <laughs> um, that poor little model. Essentially, he's like, hey, man, I got all this money. I'm making shitloads of money. It doesn't mean anything because I don't have any friends or people that I can trust. Mm-hmm. I need someone to come work for me. I want I want you in.
4: He and- says, I'm making so much money, I can't even handle it anymore. Like, he's, he's acting like he's oversaturated with money. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I have more money than ever. So I need to bring in someone else who isn't going to dick me over and have some money.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, I, I don't know about this. I mean, this is st-, you know he's still like I don't know processing. You're not dead, yeah. Your he, sister, you I, did I don't slap know.
4: your sister. That was kind of mean. And he's like, Hey, come watch this karate thing.
1: Yeah, another pointless scene that goes on. He just, he's watch yeah. my
0: dudes kick each
1: other's
4: ass. Yeah. It's like, awesome
1: again. This movie, like the scene in any other movie, would be setting up that there's there's one guy kicking all of his other henchmen's henchman, ass, Yeah, and it's like, oh well, obviously he's going to have to fight him never no. see that guy ever no, again this is no. just an excuse to have a fight never see that dude again yeah um and eventually he's just like yeah man I, i've been doing some thinking I, I i don't i don't think so and he's like well that that sucks i don't know. think <laughs> about it wake up tomorrow we'll talk about it one more last time i guess you know just that sucks yeah. he's like i don't want to be involved in drugs and none of this and thanks but no thanks mm-hmm. right and basically i don't know again he's, he's gonna leave but he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna leave, leave, leave then, in the middle of the night so he goes to see the sister and he's like hey i got you know i gotta leave yeah I gotta I gotta like bail. this this is this is crazy i'm not i don't i'm not feeling any of this yeah. and she's like oh yeah do what you always do just leave yeah just you, you, yeah, you always just quit yeah. Yeah. think
4: for yourself and don't want to participate why in you massive be, crimes why don't you be more like <laughs> your
1: dead brother that you made dead when you shot him mm-hmm. dead and he's like, okay, that's it. We're having sex. Yeah. Well, he, well, he <laughs> yeah. leaves and he's like... And then he comes back and he's like, all right, you made some good points. Yeah. <laughs> and he,
2: He's also probably like, I've been in prison
4: for a year. Yeah. I don't know when this is ever going to come up again, yeah. so uh, <laughs> let's do this. And then, indicative of the whole goddamn movie of nothing going on, they just sit there and stare at each other. Mm-hmm. It's got to be... In their sex world, they ha- they stare at each other for 45 minutes well, before anything yeah, the, happens. The most
1: chaste sex yeah. ever. Yeah. The very first shot is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it only works if you've seen the movie, but the very first shot is her her back is made of wind chimes because he literally does, <laughs> he draws his hand down her back and the wind chimes go,
3: <laughs> ring, ring, like yep.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, they just, they, they, they look, cr- at they each caress other. for a few minutes and then it's like, all right, it's morning.
4: Yeah. It's like, are you gonna bone
1: or what? <laughs> what are you
0: doing? No, they're but, gonna put the things on their heads, put their palms together, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's, and then, that's
1: then go use the three seashells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, next morning. And, yeah. Next morning, it's like it's 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 breakfast time, and and they're like being horrible at you know, hiding that they just had sex the night before, especially her. She's just like, tee <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
4: They're being horrible at it, but the brother is also acting like he just knows anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, how was your night? Huh,
1: yeah. how'd just sis? sleep, you know? And she's like, eh,
4: fine. Eh.
1: Which makes you have other implications of like, does he have cameras in her? Yeah. 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 Like, but again, none of that pays off. No, either. it doesn't. Um, but basically he's like, all right, one last time Offer. did You think about it? He's just like, yeah. And then he's like, well, hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> What if I tell you? Hear me out. (laughs) You're not going to be anywhere near the shit. Yeah. You only have to have a gun. You just go and supervise the whole thing. How's that sound? Yeah. He's just like... Well, are there drugs? He's like... Dude, don't ask. <laughs> he's like, I gotta say no. Yeah. and he's like, uh, I'm just gonna leave with Karen. He's like, No, yeah. no, no, you're not. How he's about like, no? He's like, Let me show you one other thing. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm a businessman, so I gotta push hard. And he's like, How yep. about I had this briefcase full of money? It could have been yours. Uh huh. And he's like, Yeah, still no. Yeah, and the sisters in the back just rolling her eyes, like, God, this is the so, dumbest breakfast. <laughs> of course, under the you know money, there's a gun, and uh-huh. it's like last second, she's like. Yes, and he turns around and shoots him in the leg. Yes, he's just like you should have said yes. Shoots him in the leg and then pours coffee on the wound. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Get him out of here."
4: Yeah, take him somewhere.
1: Yeah, and so they take and him I, it, like, to I'm just, just going to wrap up what happens with them because basically he gets violent with her again. Of course, she because she reacts obviously to yes um, him getting shot in the leg and being dragged off. She gets locked up. She gets locked up, and and just to get it out of the way, there is. Like, there's a scene where he comes up and kisses her and has implications of, you're going to learn to like this. And it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, nothing. Nothing comes from Again, that. nothing comes from that. No. But he's he's driven off and dumped in the middle of a dirty street in, yes. in the middle of Jakarta. And immediately, these, street urchins yeah. run out and <laughs>
4: surround him.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, they bring him to their orphanage mm-hmm. where there's a the, kindly mystical old man with Herbal remedies to solve <laughs> bullet wounds, because he's like, "What do you got there?" He's like, "Oh, these are leaves." Yeah, and I have a knife.
4: Because he asks for Jim Beam, he's like, "You have he's any Jim smoke Beam?" Smoke them out, yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, "He just won't care about his leg." He's like, "Well, what's that?" And he's like, well, "It's American painkiller." He's like, yeah. <laughs> "No, I
1: have leaves." <laughs> yeah, and and a giant knife. And yes, apparently, prised the bullet out. Yeah,
2: and life. we don't know what kind of time passes. No, because like, when this happened between this and the finale of the movie. Yeah. Which is like act 16. Or, or this is like act five now. I yeah. Guess. Well,
4: there's, uh, so he gets the, the bullet surgery and then like the next, Bullets. the next shot is um, him just talking with the old man. He's like, you know, he's checking out a statue and is like this, that's the dispenser of justice uh mm-hmm. and he's like oh sweet and then they just have a talk he's like hey do you believe in justice and he's like i believe in believing in justice and he's like what does that mean and then he's like i don't know and then just cut yeah. to justice and then he just cut to him on the beach outside of the, the the island compound that his buddy has with a gun and he's raiding the the compound mm-hmm. just right to it mm-hmm. so it makes it seem like the night before he had the bullet wound the next day he's fine that
1: evening he goes and storms the castle yeah it, and and <laughs> yeah it's important to the plot of the movie that they don't bother to explain that he has some deep connection with the mystical old man and the and the kids but like in screen time they're together a, a, about 3 minutes yeah. maybe yeah and, and that's probably being generous yes cuz like they all surround him when he's in the bed and you know right before he Gets knife surgery and screams. Mm-hmm. And then they have this like brief little session after the operation where he's telling him about, you know, Indonesian. He calls them like mythological heroes or something. It's like, uh, Yeah, are they mythological to you? I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> Everyone
3: not. Has you're their not here.
1: Your, well, I'm just saying is like, we call Romans things myths because there's not Romans around who believe them anymore, but right. they weren't myths to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, just yeah, the word myth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, the movie wants us to think this relationship, this connection, is deeper than we're ever shown it to be.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but anyway,
4: he's back. But anyway, yeah,
2: he's he's storming he's storming the castle. Yep, he's doing the uh, the stealth takedown thing. He's just taking out everybody. There's one guy who gets it really good when he jumps off the top of the castle wall and just butts that guy in the head on yeah. the way down. That guy's
1: got super force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that, that one, like, like we're kind of watching that one play and I'm like what exactly is he going to, is he just going to straight jump on this guy? Yeah, like well he breaks
4: into like this ammo room with like grenades and guns and everything, but then he just, he just hits like the next 10 guys that he sees mm-hmm. and whips, he chucks a knife at one guy who's in this guard tower that looks like it's a mile away.
1: Yep. Like I, he just, well thro- a guy sees him and turns the gun and, yeah. and, and before he can, <laughs> like, turn gun and shoot. It's like, oh, knife.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the guy watches the knife and is like, ah, oh,
1: shit. <laughs> I threw that shit before I walked in the room.
4: Yeah, so, uh, God, he just he rifle butts a bunch of dudes. Yep.
2: <sighs> yeah, eventually he eventually gets inside and just starts machine in.
4: yeah because like eventually like two guys see him and then one opens fire and then yeah. you know the bullet alarms go off and mm-hmm. so everyone's alerted yeah but immediately gets outside
2: and they, gets
4: to her room
2: he's mm-hmm. like all right we gotta go and nobody
4: guarding it by the way
2: yeah of course <laughs> and they they get away of course you know keith sees them and is shooting and it's like kill them mm-hmm. blah 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 and there's a lot of all right, stuff's blown up behind us. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're hiding behind this thing and shooting the guys who come out. Mm-hmm. And David Bradley does do the uh, the thing we all did as kids in the eighties, like when you had a a fake gun where you did just you're spraying left to right yeah. really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he kills everyone that comes out. Is he does the uh, you know the eight year old? I'm just going to spray this gun and it's mm-hmm. going to get everybody, and it works.
4: Yep, and it works. <laughs> Eventually, he gets in a boat. Well, he throws her into a... but like he has yeah, put he her, over her over shoulder his shoulder at one point. She keeps trying to was jump out of the way.
2: That she was shot at one point. No, it seemed like it because like guys shot at him and she fell down on the ground.
4: That maybe, but she seemed to be trying to do a lot of stunt jumping. But because he had a hold of her arm mm-hmm. the entire time, she never got very far. Yeah, so. I think she was trying to do more than what was physically possible in the yeah. in the area. But eventually, yeah, he just throws her on his shoulder and chucks her into a boat mm-hmm. and then speeds off on that boat to which, you know,
2: yeah, as a rocket gets launched at it, but somehow misses. Yeah, it's it, you know, you yeah.
4: know, countermeasures were launched or something. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So bad guy goes and jumps in the other boat because there's which, always two boats.
1: Yeah. The boat they are in is, like, a two-engine giant, like, Mm -hmm. speedboat. Like, almost like a, you know, a a cigarette boat. And he gets in, like, the dinghy to a yacht
3: Mm -hmm. and is
1: keeping up with them. Yeah. It's just, like, no. Yeah. Single-engine shitty little, I don't know, whatever. They shoot at each other. You know. They just keep going. Like, there's this, again, makeshift, like, uh bamboo thing. like fishing thing out in the water that they've concocted like a you know pier out in the middle of the I don't know but they're just like going around it instead of like him just like hey I'm in a faster boat gun it and get the fuck out of here yeah. they just circle around this thing and uh,
2: he- yeah remember what I said about dull chases yeah. earlier mm-hmm. yeah. this is a dull boat chase yeah.
4: yeah i mean at one point they they kind of trick what's his face to crash into the rickety thing which only takes out like the middle two you know columns of this thing and Dudes jump off of it panicking But the thing is still <laughs> totally intact yep. They could have just chilled right where they were um, So they can't even get that right Like it doesn't even collapse that mm-hmm. thing um, David Bradley is just kind of Chucking grenades at him And eventually just throws one and you see the boat Explode
1: yeah like He does this, all right he does this weird thing I think he's I think the application was he Stopped the boat and then like raised the engines and sprayed water Out because like yes. he's like he lost his vision, mm-hmm. he chucked a grenade and like he was heading right for the rocks. And if this had been a good movie with any budget, he would have like hit the rocks into a big explosion and we would have gotten credits twenty minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, but no, like boat explodes. they are like, yay, we got away. And mm-hmm. and we're like, they're it, it cuts to like they're walking out of a place and we're like, yep, all right, movie, wrap it up, B. Well, they go back to the hotel. They're like, okay, we're
4: yeah. we're going home. This you know the movie's over. And they they walk outside and. The, the little kid, I guess he bonded with the most at the orphanage who he gave his hat to apparently right. runs up to him and is just like the bad guys at the orphanage. He's got all the orphans hostage. And we're like, what?
1: Yeah, he's still mm. alive, which. Oh, yeah. OK. OK, we're going to <laughs> like, act
2: six then. Like really, <laughs> you couldn't You
1: couldn't show him like a hand coming up on the rock, like something like, hey, audience, you need okay. to know he's probably still alive. I
4: swear to God, when this happened, it felt like. It was going to be a, a moment where the movie was actually going to end there. Like, that's the setup for the movie they meant to film at the same mm-hmm. time. But it's, it's, it's so weird because the movie does come to an, a natural conclusion. It doesn't feel fake. It feels bad. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's over. But then Kid shows up and says he's taken all the, orphanage, the orphans hostage. And then it's just like, it's the beginning of Lethal Weapon 3. You know, he just rolls up to this police scene. And the chief is like, all right, here's the situation. He's inside. He's got all the orphans. Here's the megaphone. Deal with it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And he just goes, let all the kids go. (laughs) And the kids come running out. And it's like, all right, I guess we can leave now.
4: (laughs) Nuke the orphanage now. (laughs) But no, he goes in. Immediately, two henchmen are like, "Okay, we're yeah. taking your gun." And he, he finally remembers, "Oh yeah, I'm David Bradley. I can, I can kick." Yeah.
1: So he <laughs> kicks the shit I, out of. I can disarm the guy in the in in the worst way I've ever seen because his his <laughs> method of disarming him was just reach out and grab the gun. Don't turn it. Yeah. It was still facing him yes. for quite a way, <laughs> quite a while until it was like, "All right, now let go, and I will take this." It's yeah. Like at any point, he could have pulled the trigger, guy.
3: Mm-hmm. Nothing
1: was stopping him. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got a gun. They well, bad guys got the old man right
4: hostage, and there's a lot of just hey, I got your favorite old man here, and we're like, he talked to that guy for two seconds. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Who cares? Somehow they wander up under the roof, and he's like, toss the gun, or or the old man flies mm-hmm. off, you know, off the side, and so he tosses the gun, and he's like, ha, you're so stupid. Now the old man flies, and you die. Yeah, it's, a- it's like. Good job, Jay-Z. That almost rhymes. Um,
4: but David Bradley's just like, eh, fuck that. I'm just gonna body... T- I'm just gonna spear you off this roof. Which we were like, oh, shit. Right. But there's a sub-roof, like, <laughs> right. six feet away that Not they even land on. Not six feet. It's like a foot lower. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, ah,
1: oh, we're fine. Right. And apparently they they roll they roll slash wander into the foundry that was part of i think it's where they make all the orphans okay yes
4: (laughs) they were (laughs) welding factory yeah but like it's it's a casting orphans it's a you know it's a slanted roof that's what central casting is yes that place it's the foundry (laughs) well they each just go down each side so they they both crash through the the roof but they land on different sides of this foundry so it becomes like a you know where
3: where are you you
1: warriors
4: come out Mm -hmm. and play like come on um, to which bad guy's just turning on all the things. Well,
1: bad guy immediately becomes master stealth and mm-hmm. takes his shirt off because that's what you do, I guess. Um, Well, somebody has to. Um, And just immediately keeps, or keeps getting the drop on him. Like every... And he's got... Apparently he's got this unobtainium pipe that he's wielding because <laughs> he's got this fucking pipe that he, you know, is holding with no problem, cracks David Bradley a few times, probably breaks a rib <laughs> or two. But then there's a point where, like, David Bradley gets this small little wrench or something. Mm-hmm. And... and huh.
0: Are you just uh, yeah, I'm just shaking my head at all of this. Yeah.
1: yeah. David Bradley eventually gets this small little uh, wrench or something, so he is able to block a couple of shots with this. But bad guy, or K- Keith, is just eventually like, fuck this pipe, and throws it at him. And David <laughs> yeah. Bradley collapses over backwards like... He goes down like when you throw a pillow at Frank Drebin and, and
4: Naked Gun. He just like ah, I mean, it's and like then it's like he's <laughs> pinned down by this pipe. You're like yeah, dude. He
1: fucking threw Thor's hammer at him. Like <laughs> yeah, yes, like, what the- how are you lifting this?
4: <laughs> yeah, yes. And I think it's I think uh, during this like he's been either stabbed or dude threw a knife at him.
1: Uh, no, he, he got cracked on the ribs by this pipe. I, I don't think he ever had a. Puncture. He got the knife thrown at him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did get in the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. But also, he got beat the, the fuck out of him by a chain. Because, like, yes. he, yeah. he clocks him with a chain, like, across, oh, yeah. across, he, the, across he the head as a, a chain, chain around his oh, yeah. fist. But first, like, chain across the head. And yeah. then it's like, you know, chain, you know, brass knuckles with mm-hmm. a chain. And just, beat, you know, hits him, like, four times with it. Yeah. So David Bradley, for all intents and purposes, is dead. Pretty much.
4: And he drags him over to this furnace to which he turns up to the danger level, which, again, I don't understand why machinery has these settings that you can just turn to and blow up the building. But that's what he does, basically. He's just like, well, this is the end. Uh, You're going to die. This thing's going to blow up. Hey, by the way, you know you thought you killed your brother? Uh-uh, I
1: did, because he wouldn't play ball either. He was a mm-hmm. douche, just like you. Which, again, like the whole <laughs> movie, we're like, oh, shit, he really did shoot or think he shot his brother? <laughs> right. That wasn't just a joke we told? That, that he never <laughs> said, man, I killed my brother. Yeah, so...
0: <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. To, okay,
1: okay. They show a little flashback uh-huh. all right, to Wes. Oh, that that flashback we thought was completely worthless moment? Mm-hmm.
4: Well, there was one of those when he was looking at pictures. That, right. that never came up, yeah. but there's another one. But they flashback to the to the training shows, exercise. It shows what and it, actually happened.
0: <laughs> I could swear that they showed blonde-haired dude, whose name I've completely forgotten. Keith. And Keith. Still, Keith, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could swear they showed Keith at one point stand up and menace and look in that direction, yes. holding a gun. They yeah. did in the beginning. Yes, though, they did. they did. Okay, they did. They did. All right, all but right. But
4: again, we had no idea what the hell was going on. Right. Okay. So i I had that
0: pegged for the entire movie. <laughs> sure. But I was not sure if I had seen it properly or yeah. not.
1: Or okay. Yeah. But he does the oh, you're obviously dead and about to die, so let me tell you the whole thing. He's right. like, I killed your brother because he also wouldn't play. Ball mm-hmm. or something ha yeah. ha ha. Right. remember when we blew up that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know remember the pressure on that boiler and it uh-huh. blew up blah 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 well, this that's about is, to happen again yeah, 6,000 oh, yeah. Zetas or all, something yes, all, the, all the BTUs 6,000 pressures <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so of course that's like you know after he says that David Bradley stands up he's like this one's for the dead brother right and he just beats the fuck out of bad guy
4: mm-hmm. and walks away, walks away, walks out, doesn't tell anybody like, hey, the shit's going to blow. No. He's just like, well, we're all done here. And then you cut back to the interior, which a couple of components inside start blowing up again. You never see Keith die. Mm-hmm.
1: But we Warrior, blood warriors, too.
4: Yeah. But Dave Bradley just kind of turns around and is just like, yeah, Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing that happened. And then, like, immediately the orphans attack him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, yay! <laughs> you destroyed our factory. Hooray! We don't we have to go to work
4: free. anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. we, don't,
1: we don't have to go make more orphans every day. Yeah,
4: And then uh, freeze frame. And yeah. credits, which whip by at a record pace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the credits are like, we don't want to be here any longer. They're than also do.
1: pretty much all, like, single-name people, like, throughout the entire credits. It's, yeah, it's, it's all amazing. random Jakartans. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's over quick. It, it, like
2: that's the thing. This is only like a ninety-five minute movie.
4: It did not feel like yet.
2: it. <sighs> well, when you it had when forty-five you put, acts, yeah, when you put six acts in your movie, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, like,
2: uh, and and obviously no Stargrove. Uh, the the music is just like overbearing throughout, oh as God. far as like yep. the mix goes, but also like the actual music itself. It's
4: inconsistent. I mean, it's it's yeah. never. There's no. Instrumental theme to anything is probably all library. Book.
2: Yeah, but this is, this is such a weird movie in that it feels like it was like two or three different movies. And then they were just like, let's just pick the parts we want
4: from each of them
2: and yeah, put but them together.
4: Why did they pick but the then, first yeah, 45 minutes? But it's like
2: they picked the worst parts yeah. of those.
4: Yeah, it, it it it's baffling that this came between Cyborg Cop and Cyborg Cop 2, which are fucking incredible action movies. Mm-hmm. Same star, same director. Yep. And they were just like, hey, we've got a week off. Let's go to Jakarta Mm -hmm. and make a movie. And then forgot. Well, and whoever (laughs) was
2: operating the boom mic, just come on. Yeah. Sound
0: engineers fired.
2: What the hell were you doing? Because there are scenes where the the character will turn away. And it literally sounds like they've turned away from the microphone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, uh, ah, it's infuriating. It's yep.
4: mm. this is a massively disappointing movie. Yeah. Technically
1: it, and thematically yeah. just. I, I can go ahead and read it. Okay. Proper ratings. Go ahead. Um, I, I believe it was some time ago. I, I declared that uh, any movie with a sufficient size explosion shall never get bags. I believe that happened. Okay. I mm-hmm. believe I've said those words. Sounds familiar. I'm about to reverse those words. Oh, I'm no. flip-flopping. Oh, oh, no.
0: You
4: dirty flip-flopper.
1: <laughs> um. John Kerry's spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, this is <laughs> this is at best, at best, a two bags movie. Okay. And I think that's being extremely generous. Like there are there are some fun things to be had in this movie, but they are so few and far between, and everything else about this is a slog from the sound just being awful. God awful to Whatever the fuck is happening Happening in the script from moment to moment And I don't even think like a repeat Viewing where you actually have all of the knowledge That you would need to get through a movie Under your belt like I don't think it would help Like I mean like going in from the beginning Knowing who the people are because they don't bother To explain very well mm-hmm. I don't think would help so mm-hmm. Two is as generous as I can two bags is As generous as I can be to this movie Okay Two blood bags <laughs>
4: Uh, I cannot be that generous all right I can uh, give it three bags Ooh, the plot thicket. Uh, I give it credit for the dude who got wrecked who was driving <laughs> that car mm-hmm. and a couple of David Bradley things like when he fucking throws that dude out a window and there's like one jump kick that they filmed twice that they edited together in a stupid way but still look pretty good Um, it's baffling I mean I, I'm I'm I understand that sometimes a movie comes along and you've only got $10,000 and a crew that doesn't understand anything you're trying to do, but j- just stop. Just don't make it. Like There's no, no reason for this to exist, and it's mm. one of those movies where I'd be like, you know what? I can edit this down to about three minutes and show you what you need to see and save you so much of your sweet, precious time because... I mean, I was 45 minutes in. I'm sitting there and the description, even as stupid as it is that you read the plot synopsis at the beginning, as stupid as it is, it's still something. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen until an hour into the movie. And mm-hmm. even still, it's only introducing that synopsis. Like the actual component of him refusing comes 10 minutes after that. Right. What? I mean, it. <sighs> Also, Movie needs to be
3: ninety
0: minutes. Also, there's of no that. mercenaries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. And zero minutes of any of the other shit.
4: Exactly. It's, I it, amazing that this thing exists in the state that it's in, and I just you know, it was infuriating. So three bags. I kind of feel like it's even worse than that. But I have to give it credit for the couple times it woke up and was like, "Oh yeah, we should do something."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
4: people are watching this. Maybe.
0: <laughs> and i think all the credit for that goes to the actors for just making something out of uh, and not that they're good actors it's just they're good fight scenes yeah. and they're making something out of you know basically nothing and a couple stuntmen risking their lives for the sake of a little bit of celluloid um <laughs> as is the bamb castaway hmm. um there's something that that reminds me of almost every like almost every one of those uh really amateur filmed on home video movies mm-hmm. that, you know, the kids in the neighborhood would put together. It's like, all right, well, here's 90 minutes of nothing related to each other. <laughs> and you can't hear anything. And uh, it kind of reminds me of a movie that I've made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in its sort of amateurish qualities. But, but I don't even know how with people that should know how to make movies – Kind of doing, uh, doing all these things. It's it's so weird
3: mm-hmm.
0: it, and so disjointed to me. I oh, don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I kind of don't want to just shit all over this movie if I don't have to. But I but you kind of do. Like I I I want to be good to movies that we watch. But there's at least these days I do. Um, but there's there's nothing redeeming about this movie. I don't I don't think I I don't think it's quite a, like a four bags. But I think I'm I think I'm in the boat with yawn three bags, Chuck. I, yeah, yeah. I would watch two and a half minutes of the good parts of this movie again, but that's about it.
1: I think I'd rather watch two and a half men. Man, uh, no. yeah. come no, on, oh, all, right, all right. I just like
4: real quick. I know that. Um, When we watched Revenge of the Ninja, which was Sam Furstenberg's first, like, actual action movie, there was that little interview before the movie started on the disc that we watched where he basically said he had never directed an action movie Mm -hmm. before and was lucky that he had people around him, you know, to help him make an action movie. And since then made, like, eight action movies that we all thought were great. And then this, way after all that, Mm -hmm. and it feels like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. That's amazing to me. So... Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. Um,
2: I didn't hate it as much as everyone else, but I'm still going one bags because, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of crappy stuff. I, I was close to jocks just because of the randomness, but when none of the finale stuff paid off in any of the finales that happened, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: it's kind of like, ah, oh, like, ah, oh, like, oh, like it just, it hurt. Yeah. I, I, but, was,
1: I was kind of thinking, like, you know, some of our movies are, are like this slow burn, and then the ending is just fucking amazing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think
2: of Wheels of Terror.
1: Yeah. Where it's like the last 45 minutes is fucking insanity. I was yeah. like, at like the
2: 40 minute mark, up I was like.
1: Completely for the first half I was sucking. Like, Come mm-hmm. on. This has got to have that. And no. Yeah. Not at all.
4: They're in a damn foundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? How do you not end right?
2: <laughs> no. It, it's, it, yeah, it, it's just, it's frustrating altogether, but I, it's. Thing is, you're going to see, like, you're going to want to look something up about it, and you're going to see either Chuck's going to have put together a best scenes out of Blood Warriors, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, holy shit, you're kidding me, right? Like, you're going to see that dude getting annihilated from the car door, you're mm-hmm. going to see places blowing up, you're just going to see ninjas killing thousands of guys, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, man, how is this not awesome? And sadly, it's... it's 88 not-
0: other minutes of the movie to yeah. watch.
2: Yep, Yeah. Which is a, a rule we have. It, we've mentioned it many times, like... You're going to see awesome things, but you have to watch the whole movie, and that's where the problem lies. Yep. Yeah, I don't. You, you don't hate it. You're just disappointed in it, right? Yeah, I think that's I'm the way. A, lot I'm not
0: angry. Right, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I think that's the way. I think that's the way we all feel. We're like disappointed fathers. Oh, I'm yeah. mad looking at our dumb <laughs> blood warrior son.
4: <laughs> you fucked up for <laughs> the last time. You <laughs> keeps
1: fucking it up. You're gonna have to go be a blood squire now. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast, second half, half, half number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay! All right, jumping right in. Uh, I think most of us were pretty bad about doing any homework movies. This no, week. I was busy dying.
0: Yeah. Oh, and being hurricane to death.
2: Oh, <laughs> that. Yeah, well, I watched. <laughs> I watched one thing. Oh, Okay. Um, since I watched The Thing last week, mm-hmm. and then I got my Shout Factory Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which is really solid. And has some nice new interviews with both John Carpenter and uh what I believe are all the surviving cast members,
4: mm-hmm.
2: including Wilfred Brimley, which you asked me about. Yes. And his pets getting a fight in his lap yes. during the interview. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley out of fucks to give, apparently. <laughs> Look at like He's got a mohawk too. It's pretty sweet. Wait, what? Like like he's he's got the hair shaved on the sides and long on the top. He's looking good. Yeah. Except he doesn't look mobile at all. But anyway, it's the diabetes. It's the diabetes. Yeah. uh, But uh, yeah, that Blu-ray, get it. If you're a fan of that movie, get it. Mm -hmm. Definitely worth it. Uh, And which led me to give the 2011 thing another shot. And yeah, that's still, God, it's, I think it's more frustrating because there are a few moments throughout where you're just like, wow, this is really good. Mm -hmm. And then they're gone. And then it's like, oh, a CG monster, blah. And you're like, fuck, you guys. I mean, and it's weird watching the special features and listening to the commentary. They are so dedicated to the first one. And like, we figured out how tall Kurt Russell was to see exactly how tall and the thing the axe should go mm-hmm. that they find when they get there later. And they're like doing all this homework and all this stuff. And it's like, you got all that, but you missed the point completely. Because, yeah. like, whenever there's anything, the monster is suddenly blah, stuff everywhere, blah, you know, and, and, like, everyone ends up being a thing by the end of that fucking movie, and it's like, you know, there's guys in the first one, you don't know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. They're just like, where'd he go? They they found his body, and it was burned, and they have no idea what happened. Yeah. And this one, they're just, like, almost obsessed with, well, he was a thing, and here's how it happened, you know, and it's like, guys, like you guys. Uh. But there are so many good, like the way they go into, you know, basically do the blood test scene Mm -hmm. and then lead into, well, shit, you got to get those guys who are outside and bring them back. And then that just leads to everyone screaming at each other. And you can like feel the tension like, yes, this is this is what I wanted out of this movie. And then they go and fuck it up again. It's and of course, you know, CG Mm -hmm. and just the way the third act of that movie goes is just I've seen that in so many movies. I'm like, you guys couldn't think of anything else to do with this movie than have a monster chase somebody through tunnels. You know, <laughs> it's like, how many times have we seen that movie? L- like, seen a CG monster chasing people through a tunnel. Yeah. For, you know, since 1995 until now. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> like, any yes. movie involving monsters probably has them chasing somebody through weird tunnels at the end of it. But mm-hmm. yeah. What a. Ah. Uh, but I'd almost rather that it just be shit throughout, just suck throughout the entire thing and not have some of the good practical effects it does.
4: I think it was than, made with then good go- intentions. Yeah. Like initially, I think the people who approached it were like, let's do this right. And then studio fucked with it because like they the, the CG was not part of the plan. That was all. Post-CG. I seem to remember
2: they they planned on everything being practical, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. CG was enhancements to stuff. Yeah, because you can see some of the practical dummies that mm-hmm. show up, but then you can clearly see the scenes where they're something just like, nope, let's throw some CG on top of that. Yeah, you know, and then hiding the pilot body at the end with the whole Tetris thing, and once she's inside the ship, and it's just, uh it's it's just such a miss that I'd I'd rather it just be shit so I could just completely forget about it mm-hmm. and then go. Man, there's good stuff in here. Yeah, you know that that's almost worse.
4: And what were you saying about the director? You said to me that it was surprising that, like, the director had done nothing before. I don't know how he got it. Yeah,
2: that's the only movie he's made. Yeah, he's made nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like, like he made a few like student shorts before that. Yeah, but he he made that movie and dropped off the face of the earth again. <laughs> like, how the fuck does that happen? Yeah, how do you go? We're doing like an official prequel to the the thing, but the commentary does make a huge point that I think gets lost a lot when you talk about practical effects and Mm -hmm. now it's CG replaces everything. Now is they said the original movie, you know, they had like a year to make it. Yeah. You know, they built the set in the summer and then came back in the winter, you know, and Rob, Rob Boteen was just working on everything that whole time, Mm -hmm. building stuff for months. And he's like, most of the time you don't know you're doing the movie until about three months before you start shooting the movie. Yeah. And, I think that's how we get such shit nowadays and how you can't do stuff with patience, and you can't, you know, every, everybody, when they're making a movie is rushing to get everything done so much that nobody has the time to go back and do stuff and, you know, and get it right the way they want it. They're just like, no, we're behind today. So this is going to have to do, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this take will have to do. We didn't get that coverage shot. Oh, well, we'll, we'll edit around it, you know, and you just don't get what you need because Nobody has the time to make the movies, you know, the way they did in the early eighties. Yeah. And he also makes a an interesting note about reshoots in that commentary as well, is they say reshoots are weird because your crew's entirely different. Because it's months later and everyone that was working on it, you know, that bonded as a group making this movie has gone on to do other things. And it's like, right,
0: like your camera operators yeah, and your booms, Yeah. yeah and and
2: he said, even like your craft services is different people. Yeah. You know, it's like everything's different when you have reshoots.
4: And it's, it's like whoever kind of, you can get.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it messes with the flow of making those scenes, which is why almost always when you're like, well, yeah, they did reshoots. You can tell, you can tell because it's a different crew making it aside mm-hmm. from the actors and the director and maybe the director of photography who knows how that stuff works, but it's just, it's interesting to hear how things can go wrong so easily, you know, cause it's already hard enough to make a movie. <laughs> and yeah. then when you're like, all right, yeah, here's a couple of weeks, get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got a studio futzing with things, but yeah, but I, I just, I, I, it's one of those, I just wish they, they got another pass at it.
4: Cause well, I, I'm sure they'll try. Yeah.
2: Well, as long as the monster doesn't jump out of a block of ice at the beginning, maybe that's a good place to start. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was, it's a bummer. It's it's still disappointing, but there are still certain scenes that are worth watching in that movie.
1: Hmm. So, anyway. Yeah.
2: Anybody have anything else, or are we just going to do correspondence? I think it's just correspondence. All right. Yeah.
4: We're behind a bit.
2: Well, I know we got some voicemails. We do. Yeah, I hear that we let, have let, voicemails. Let's, let's play one to break up the sound of my voice. There's actually only two. I was wrong. Your cold okay. is
0: breaking up the sound of your voice enough. I know. You poor it, thing. I'm
2: almost over it. I didn't take a week off, though.
0: <laughs> I was pretty bad. <laughs> it would have been all... <clears throat> for hey, like I don't edit. Two hours. That's Chuck's job. All right. I didn't want to put you guys through that either, <laughs> <Yeah>. so...
1: <laughs> hey, let's hear a voicemail. I was going to set it up. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, well, why don't we start off with a voicemail that's probably going to spark some controversy and, and fun discussions. Right. <laughs> oh, good.
3: Yeah. Fuck Scott Pilgrim. I do not understand why Turn it I don't all. like that movie so damn much. It's just such a self-congratulatory circle jerk of, oh, aren't we so fucking clever? And I don't know. I some people guess. say I'm just old, and cynical, you know, because I'm pushing 40 now and I, when I saw it, you know, I was well past the supposed age range for people to enjoy that movie, because the whole time I'm thinking, when I was this kid's age, I didn't have to deal with being directionless and having two really hot chicks live for my attention. I was working a job I fucking hated and trying to pay my fucking bills. Also, get off my lawn.
2: <laughs>
1: Man, so, he's mad. I
2: gotta say, I'm older than him, and I enjoyed the hell out of Scott Pilgrim, so, you know.
1: Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what this target age range is. I mean, I'm. It's not the people in the movie, I don't think. I, mm-hmm.
0: Is it my age range? I mean, I'm 34 right now. Um,
1: I think it's clearly people that grew up in the Nintendo generation or have a strong af- affinity therein. I mean, the original Nintendo generation. Yeah. I'll, I will say this,
0: um, among other things that I might say, but I will say this first. Um, Scott Pilgrim himself is a piece of shit and it is a story of him learning to maybe get on the road to being less of a piece of shit but like if you if you look at Scott Pilgrim the way he treats everyone and the way everyone reacts to the way for the most part reacts to the way they treat him like Kim if you look at Scott Pilgrim through the through the filter of Kim you'll see that yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's a do-nothing-but-gets-everything-for-it piece of shit. That being said, the movie is fantastic. And I think that's what a lot of people hate, is that Scott Pilgrim seems to get two hot chicks while being a complete turd.
1: Yeah. Completely unemployed turd. Unemployed yeah. turd, yeah. See, I mean, the thing is, is like, um, I it's hard to do, obviously. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you how to, to look at movies, but sometimes you have to divorce yourself from what the characters are doing to the quality of a movie. I mean, I know I I can, it can affect your enjoyment therein, but I don't want to be anyone in the cast of the big Lebowski that doesn't make it a, not a good movie. I mean, obviously I think everyone wants to be the dude in an ideal situation where you have magical money to live like a hippie all the time. But (laughs) I'm saying like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, fairly deplorable lifestyles going on in a lot of movies, you know, from, yeah. from criminals to, you know, anti heroes to everything else. And well, yeah.
2: I mean, and Scott Pilgrim's just a polarizing movie. Sure. Yeah. I, you
1: know, we've we said that before, friend I mean. of the show,
2: green cap, like absolutely hates it, mm-hmm. hates it. Cannot say enough bad things about it when it comes up, you know, but yet loves all of Edgar Wright's other movies, you know, but it, I, I, I like movies that go for it like that as far as basically saying if if you don't like it fuck off. You're not I'm not going to pander and I'm not yeah. I don't want to say pander but I'm not going to change I'm not going to water down what I'm doing so that you know we can bring in an older audience who's going to care about this. Yeah. It's like no, fuck you. Like like you're either on board or you're not. And if you're not, well, too bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I and I I guess Aside from, you know, Scott Pilgrim himself, I don't really understand. um, I don't remember who that was. Uh, I guess he didn't introduce himself. He didn't introduce Um, himself. But I I really don't understand, like, the self-congratulatory sort of criticisms. I I don't get where you're coming from on that, Um, on most of your points, except for Get Off My Lawn. I agree with that in general and in principle. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. it It strikes me as weird when people... When people get so angry about about Scott Pilgrim, like mm-hmm. I don't get angry when people don't like it. I mean, I should maybe, but because um, that means that people are stupid. Um, but I just I don't get the hate that that people have for it, and I don't know. Maybe it's just that it's too. It winks at the camera a bit too much. Yeah, I guess, but. But that's a style thing, and I really, I really think that there's a lot of style to it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah, when somebody like comes it. at it with, yeah, with something say, like that, gonna... it really feels, for the most part, like people are just being crotchety old people about sure. it. Well, I mean, and I hate to say that about a listener, uh, but yeah, but we're. I mean, I say that about no, Green Cap no, all the time. I so mean, It's
1: okay. Like a movie needs to. You have to know your audience. I mean, look where you're coming from. You're coming to yeah. people we, we all like Scott Peckham, so you're you're not yeah. going to change our mind.
0: I don't think he's trying to. I think sure. he's just. Pinting. getting his opinion out there sure that's which is fair it's fine even if it's wrong
2: yeah it's okay not to like something mm-hmm. it's okay if other people like something you don't
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's okay
4: yeah yeah it's
2: okay We're seriously all be okay, okay. I,
1: I cannot tell you how many times i mean I, I, i'm not saying i'm unique to this we all probably on a, on a near daily basis hear somebody talking about something that we just hate like Music, movie, TV show, whatever, Mm -hmm. any kind of form of entertainment. Someone like brings up like, "Oh, hey, thing," and you're like, "Oh, don't fucking ask me about that, please." You know, there's a lot of that. Yeah, just please don't even direct that over here because I'm just gonna, I'm going to dismiss it in the most diplomatic way I possibly can without addressing it. Like what? Like, oh, you like bad movies? What do you think of Sharknado? Fuck! If you say shark anything, I'm gonna turn off hearing you. (laughs) Like, mm -hmm. I. I think
0: I've gotten good at it at at least at work cuz it's yeah. like, "Oh,
1: you know, I I see why you'd ask me about that, but sure. it yeah. I just it Well, try being an IT person and yeah. constantly be asked about, "Hey, you must love the Big Bang theory." Yes, I must. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just like I said, it's like I I don't understand like yeah, let's come up to somebody like, "Oh, you must like no, why no. Don't ever assume anybody likes anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the
4: best way to go. No, I just like, seriously, don't like,
1: don't supplant a, 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 a something about an idea or something that you like to somebody else because character, mm-hmm. you know,
2: like, yeah. And there was some stuff that I think it was on Twitter that came through recently where it was, it was weird. It was, it was like stuff that's not bad, like, like in any way, things that we would cover. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, well, you guys need to be doing this. And it's like, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad.
4: Oh, people think we should do the Ghostbusters remake.
2: Yeah. It, it, well, it wasn't that. It was something else that was just like... like
4: oh, there was right. also
0: that, though. Somebody
2: yeah. said that we should
0: do the oh, Ghostbusters. Remember, yeah, it
4: was, it was another something recent.
2: Yeah, there was something else recently where I, where I was just like, you know, I, I, I get it if you don't like it, but just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. Just because it's not your thing, yeah, doesn't make it bad.
1: Yeah, and like I mean, I, like I said, I I went through I went through new Ghostbusters, and yeah, there there, there is a scene or two scene or two that is downright almost cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like why the why is this happening? Why are you doing this in this movie or any other movie? But for the most part, it's fine. You know, like it's I don't people were acting like it's it's some it just—it's encroaching on some holy, sacred ground, and it's not. It's oh, we know where all that's coming. Yeah, from. well, I, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just like there are there are still things in that movie. It's like, why are you doing this? Like I said, mm-hmm. in this or any movie, like you just you see those moments in movies where it's like, and oh god, I almost I almost use the term broad comedy, but I don't mean it in that way. When like just like stupid like physical comedy things, mm-hmm. where it's just like it is so for the masses that it's like. Does anyone find this funny? Yeah, you know, like I'm sorry if, it, if 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 people here like some of it, but like I always I always, always equate to it of like the heyday of SNL to the heyday of Mad TV. <laughs> you know like as good as mad tv could possibly be it still was like we are doing sketches <laughs> yeah. you know it could sometimes be funny but it just always had that no like, depth. we are being it. funny ha
0: matt i'm gonna go on record saying mad tv was never funny
1: no there was that yeah nope.
4: yeah okay we'll nope we'll okay later
0: the, the just like...
2: because you don't like it <laughs> <laughs> right doesn't mean it's bad
0: yeah. humor is, is an objective thing on sure. a personal level mm-hmm. it was right never funny <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, well, well, but you see what i'm saying like where there's yeah. that like you know like we their are doing something very, so big and you know like we are doing a joke now and it's like that's
0: their style was like subtlety
1: people they, they oversold everything. yeah comedy is is, yeah. Su- is all about subtlety
0: the thing we hate improv comedy is what mad tv always <laughs> reminds me of it's like
1: yeah. And like I said, the, the moments in, in, in Lady Ghostbusters where it was like, I don't know, let's be propelled like a fire hose with the proton pack or Leslie Jones smacking her and yelling lines. It's like, that's it's not funny. Like, why are you well, yelling?
0: Leslie Jones funny, but
1: yeah. anyway, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's agree on. to disagree. Let's move on.
2: Got another one uh, here from Joe from New Jersey. New Jersey Joe. Deep, sure. New Jersey Joe. New Jersey. Uh, Titled Midnight Madness. He said, hello, Bamfcast. This is Joe from New Jersey. Enough said the better. Longtime listener, first time responder. Listening through these 300 plus shows, watching a lifetime of enjoyable bad movies in that span, it only took till Bamfcast Extra number six for Chuck to mention a cheesy little gem from the early 80s called Midnight Madness. Mm -hmm. And when analyzing all the shows, I asked myself, how the fuck has this movie not been reviewed yet? Mm -hmm. Maybe it was, but I wasn't around to have heard it. Shame, because Midnight Madness has all the ingredients of a good-bad movie. It's a tale about five teams facing off against one another in a contest called The Great All-Nighter, which was a suggested title for the movie, I believe. Interwoven in this contest is a plot where two team leaders are at odds with each other, family reluctantly coming together, romance blossoming around, airports shutting down certain terminals to appease a college nerd who is apparently a chick magnet, (laughs) etc. This was one of the first Disney PG-rated films ever, bombing upon release, finding new life on HBO where it played a lot garnering a small cult following. The casting is top-notch here. Dr. Pepper's David Naughton is your lead (laughs) and his antagonist is Flounder of all people, Stephen First. Your supporting cast includes a future Emmy winner, King of the Geeks, not Will Wheaton, the black dude from Nightmare 3, and a surprise camo from a star before he became super famous. Splicing in all these characters and shenanigans that's going on in LA of all places is the era of Chuck's dreams, late 70s, early 80s disco, a Stargrove tune that begins and ends this movie that you will be humming nonstop till the end of time. Can't say any more without giving anything else away. Please seek this movie out. You won't regret it. Crash and burn
4: BMFsters sent from my iPhone. What?
2: Joe from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I from my iPhone. I, yeah. Sent from oh, his that's iPhone.
4: weird. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done Midnight Madness because it's two hours long.
2: It's the only rule. Only thing going.
4: Really? I mean, yeah. I love Midnight <clears throat> Madness, but it's great for us. It's fantastic for us. It's just two hours long.
1: Never seen it. So Never good. even heard of
4: it. Actually. Oh, so good. Yeah. I went uh, one of the mega cons. I went down and had Stephen first sign my DVD and talked to him about it for like 10 minutes. All right. Uh, which I guarantee you, no one does. Like it's all animal house with that guy. Oh, or yeah. Babylon five. But um, I was like, here, sign my midnight madness DVD. And he was like, Whoa, you've seen this. And I'm like, yes, And we talked about it. And then,
2: I think they always like that when you can pull out. A, yes,
4: that's what that's a the rarity. That's my main thing when I go to conventions. Like you know, when Richard Hatch was at MegaCon, that you were, we were going to give him a copy of Ghetto Blaster to some. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, yeah, you remember
1: this? <laughs> so yeah, no, Midnight Madness is fantastic. I my live action Disney like films that I've seen is is must just be missing like a huge gap because like I've seen like Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Peach Dragon, and like Mary Poppins, and like nothing until like the, the 90s <laughs> Well, here's the thing
4: like midnight madness might as well be like a touchstone movie like okay. that it was not out it wasn't there's no disney anything on okay. it like the box now has disney on it but there's nothing on the credits oh, okay. that says disney none of that and it's i mean it's pg but it's pushing the pg boundary like there's boob jokes and you know it, there's all kind it, it's it would be PG thirteen today. Okay. It's that kind of humor. I was just saying,
1: like, I never saw I've never seen the black hole. I've never seen like Yeah, I know. You like the said, there's there's too. a huge gap of Disney okay. live action thing. I mean, I
4: honestly never knew Midnight Madness was a Disney movie until oh. years later because there was just no way to know. Gotcha. Um it's so good. Yeah, I think one, one week when Mackie's out of town, I think we'll camp out and watch it. One week yeah. we're in. <laughs>
2: Hooray. See one other voicemail? Sure let's do it you know there's only one other one right I know Okay.
3: hi guys Justin Farrell from Alliance Nebraska here I'm driving from Alliance to Fort Collins and I thought I'd uh, give you a little bit of feedback about your uh, Blood Fist episode you can check this out on IMDB but I was actually working for Roger Corman and worked on Blood Fist 7 Manhunt and something I thought I'd tell you about Don the Dragon Wilson is his normal speaking voice he sounds like a 12 year old girl it's like how can that voice come out of a guy who's that badass it's like Mike Tyson you expect something really rough and gruff so a lot of his dialogue is recorded um he's trying to sound like Clint Eastwood or he's trying to really sound mean but like I said his normal speaking voice is like a 12 year old girl and the first time I met him and talked to him I honestly thought he was putting me on (laughs) he was not so I thought I'd give you that little inside scoop on it but anyway you guys hope you have a great day just for now
0: have fun in Fort Collins. <laughs> oh, thanks, I hear it's great like, this time of year,
4: man. How awesome is it to do a show and get a call from a guy who worked on Blood Fist Seven? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want some tales of
2: Blood Fist Seven. Of course, we got five more to go before we can uh, do Blood yeah. Fist Seven.
1: But yeah, didn't someone like tweet us or something? Like, are you gonna do like the three Blood Fist sequels? And we're like, I yeah, was, like, no, there's ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's eight proper ones and then a TV movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> we
2: totally are. <laughs> They're on the docket.
4: Until we just get
2: so yeah, sick of until, them. we'll get there eventually, yeah. 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 We huh. got a ways to go before we die, I hope. Well. well yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I November I, we're 9th, close this this is closer is the ahead. second half than the first Listen, half. <laughs> I'm going to live forever so far so good, you know what I mean? We'll just have a month.
4: Yeah. Blood blood, fit, yeah, We'll double them up. and
2: We'll do a year of Blood fist. Okay, yes.
4: <laughs> but don't tell anybody. Let's let them yeah. figure it out.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not announce a cool thing we're doing and then do it for an entire year before anyone around, has any idea that we're doing it.
4: Around mid-October. Hey, guys, guess what we've been doing? Yeah. All the Blood Fists.
2: <laughs> you may
0: wonder... You know it's October and normally we have... <laughs> You know, some sort of theme month. Well,
2: <laughs> surprise! The last twenty nine <laughs> episodes. <of> so, <laughs> maybe wondering why it's July and we've only done Zatoichi movies so far this year. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> it's the year of Zatoichi.
4: Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh,
2: Don the Dragon. I mean, we knew his voice wasn't. So, I'm. What I'm curious about is if that was all him doing the ADR or if it was somebody else? I think it was him. Or if it was him being
1: lowered. Yeah, and well, like, I think really he said trying- he was like trying to do a voice that was not his own. Like, no. Which will
4: be interesting going forward when we watch other Don the Dragon Wilson movies is if he's still trying to do the same voice or mm. if he's perfected it over the years. Because, you know, Blood Fist was early in his career. Mm-hmm. You, you got to wonder, like, maybe the next in Blood Fist 2, they were like, hey, maybe don't may- maybe speak differently. Yeah. Let, let's get you a vocal coach, coach or something, yeah. you know.
2: Less Michael Bean, More yeah. something else.
1: Yes, more. I don't know. Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> mm,
2: <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one we got tonight is from Jody. Hey Jody, who uh, entitles her email witty headline?
0: Huh. Ooh, good it one. Says,
2: hey guys, I want to thank you for Scott Skate Timber. I almost said Scott Timber. Scott Timber <laughs> versus the world. <laughs> Oops. We can do that next year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, I want to thank you for... <laughs> I almost did it again. What the hell? <laughs> hey, guys, I want to thank you for Skate Timber. I really enjoyed it. I also want to let Chuck know it was a great 31 and 31 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out, youtube.com slash water cooler. Uh, now down to the gravy. Would it be in your wheelhouse to do a movie from the 50s or 60s, like The Night Walker from 1964? Barbara Stanwyck has the greatest scream of terror in horror movie history or the Navy versus the night monsters from 1966. I don't know how this movie got made or who thought of it, but they must've birthed Roger Corman. If not just go with what you know, 1989's trained to kill starring Banff alum, Henry Silva, Robert Zadar and featuring the greatest goddamn training montage in cinematic history. Also potentially Stargrove worthy. Keep the podcasting Jody who also sent some cool old school fan art
0: oh shit yes that's yeah, awesome I, I,
2: I figured bj would like that one we'll
4: what was the last to? movie on the list man
2: train to kill from 1989 gotcha got henry silva and robert zadar we did a 60s movie yeah we've done santa claus versus the martians and we did king, kong, uh, king kong. kong yeah we just haven't
1: the prob- we, we the, need right. to, here's I, the problem with like the 50s and 60s movies nine times out of ten they're a mystery science theater movie yeah,
4: yeah. if something's known to be bad from that or era. they're really long I mean, there are some, you know, I, I, I think like the, uh, the original 13 ghosts, um, is flat out goofy. Yeah. Like we could totally watch that. That's from like Mm -hmm. 1960 and it's in 3d and it's, well, well, it has a weird And and so much of the stuff
2: that we want to do is like, is kaiju movies almost where I know Chuck, you, you've seen all of them a billion times Mm -hmm. at this point. So Mm -hmm. that kind of hinders that experience for you a little bit as far as being a bamcast movie Can well we, i
4: i don't know seeing them with the with the crowd is is yeah. different so
2: but yeah i think we need to we need to delve a little further back you know yeah because right now the oldest we seem to go back is to the black exploitation era so which we like we, we could do we could do with a month of some uh <laughs> some really older stuff
3: yep
1: yeah. Let's find those bad 30s and 40s movies. Ooh. Oh, man, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some really terrible gangster movies. Uh huh.
1: All right, let's not be You're a loose cannon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi,
2: you're the public enemy, I see. <laughs> One star word. i get mm-hmm. out of my office. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Turn on your gun and badge. Yep. <laughs> but
2: yeah, we. I, I'm definitely all for taking a journey back in time mm-hmm. like that, especially if we can use that sweet fan art.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why we did Scott Ember, because we had the sweet fan art. Mm-hmm. Skate Ember. <laughs> oh, sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: there was more than one guitar riff used in Skate okay. so Yes, you're right. It could not have been Shaw <laughs> Ember. Chuck, you've got a straw hat here, and it's pretty good. Yeah.
4: I'm going to the polls. <laughs> I like it. It's my constituency. <laughs> Vote for Truman. <laughs> He's a true man. All right. Get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I Oh my God.
2: I think that's as good a sign as Andy to stop reading emails and uh get some contact information here.
0: All right. Well, uh go to BMFcast.com. Email us at BMF at BMFcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, nine one zero five Jacks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Short and sweet, let's do it. Get out of here. All right, let's do that then. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out.